We have reached the end of 2018, and in the spirit of year-end wrap-ups, I would like to share with you some of my favorite episodes from the past year. So stay tuned for the best of 2018 Cocktails and Containers. Welcome to Cocktails and Containers, your source for organizing strategies perfectly paired with a cocktail. And now, here's your host, who needs a little wine to go with her kids' wine, Christy Lingo. Thank you so much for joining me on this Best of 2018 episode. I am your host, Christy Lingo. I am a professional organizer, a mom productivity expert, and a mom to two really crazy boys who have been cooped up inside on Christmas break for way too long. Not that I'm counting the hours until school starts again or anything. I want to take a second before I get started with the episode to say thank you to everybody who has subscribed or left a comment or joined our Facebook group over the past couple of months. This has been such an exciting experience and really one of my favorite parts of the past year. It has been super fun to sort of explore this new avenue and based on the responses I'm getting from you guys, you seem to be liking it too. So hopefully we can keep that going in 2019. I have lots of opportunities for you guys to give me your input on what you need help with and maybe even come on and chat with me a little bit so that we can make sure that we are hitting all of those pain points that you have in organizing and simplifying your family. And I'm super excited to announce that next Monday, I'm going to start a four-part series with five of my favorite professional organizers, and it's all about goal setting. So obviously, we are heading into the new year, and people have New Year's resolutions. And even if you're not really into the whole New Year's resolution thing, learning how to set goals and then come up with a strategy to complete those goals is something that is really going to help you get your home in order. So I want to invite you back next week when I will be interviewing Lori Sella of Time for Organizing and Kelly Butler from The Joyful Sort to kick off my four-part series of goal-setting podcast for the month of January. So don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss those episodes or any of the other things that we have on tap for you in 2019. And if you are looking to set some goals in 2019, but want a little direction or have some questions, I want to invite you to join me over on my Facebook page where I will be doing a weekly live chat every Wednesday in the month of January with the hopes of helping you set and really get a solid plan in place to complete those goals for 2019. If you're not already a member, I want to invite you to check out Cocktails and Containers. The word and is written out the next time that you are on Facebook. Join us there and then you can join Join in on those live chats and we can get a plan in place for you for all of those 2019 goals. First up today, I want to share a bit of the interview that I did with my friend, professional organizer, and author of Hot Mess, A Practical Guide to Getting Organized, Lori Palau. And we talked about what clutter costs you. And a lot of times we think of the term cost being monetary, but really what Lori and I got into was her definition of the things outside of money that the clutter can be costing you in your home. So, without further ado, here is Lori Palau. Clutter just isn't only limited to the physical stuff that you see, tripping over toys, dishes in the sink, laundry piling up, but it is 
being overscheduled because you're running your kids to 20 different activities or saying yes to every single committee that you ask to sit on or volunteer. So there's that whole calendar, what I call calendar clutter. I love that. that. That's actually like the next thing we're going to say. Okay. I won't jump out. But my my point is, so when I talk about clutter, I always want to try to define like, what are we even talking about? Because a lot of people are like, I don't have like I'm I'm a single person I don't have kids toys or my kids are grown or whatever it is but there's still this this um you know we're, we're all faced with this these struggles whether it's you're looking for your keys or you can't find you know your tax papers that you need for the accountant or whatever it is so obviously there's you can equate a monetary if it's time you know if you're talking about you know what is the cost of it um, in terms of what you're looking for and the time that you um, that you're spending that extra 10 minutes looking for your keys or your cell phone or whatever it is, having your kids chase around for their soccer cleats. But for yourself, I talk about this acronym of four things. So um, the first one is frustration. So it's the frustration and how that plays in and sets the tone. So the frustration that you have of be either beating yourself up because you're like, I know I have this, I can't find it, or the frustration to your kids, you know, in a lot of cases, where's, hey, mom, where's where's my, yes, (laughs) if you would have just put it back where I told you, you know, so there's, right, and becomes this, like, ripple effect, so this frustration then trickles on, and then your kids leave, and you're, like, hating yourself for feeling like a bad mom, and it becomes this, at least this is my scenario. I can't speak for anybody else, but you no, know. You're, sat, you're preaching to the choir right here. Yep, I so, totally hear that. <laughs> so I think frustration is a huge one. That is a cost and how that affects you. If you'd like to listen to the rest of Lori's FAST acronym or any of her advice for tackling all sorts of clutter, be sure to check out her episode from September. And the title is What Clutter Costs You and Wine Spritzers. And you'll be able to find links to Lori's episode and any of the episodes that I referenced today in the show notes, which is at podcast.simplesolutionsorganizing.com. Next, I had a question in the Facebook group during one of our live chats about how to talk to your kids about organizing and if there were any specific phrases that I would suggest. So in response, I came up with a little worksheet that can give you some phrases or just a way of rethinking how you are talking to your kids about organizing. So here is a bit of the podcast where I talk about the worksheet called Questions to Help You Help Your Kid with Organizing. Basically, it's just like a little sheet and it's Instead of saying this way, try saying it this way. And the idea is to try to get feedback from your kids, engage your kids in the organizing process. Because sometimes I think we forget that like their brains at that age aren't processing things the same way. You know, if your system is too complicated for them, even though it may not seem complicated to you, or if you're trying to introduce too much to them at once, like it's back to school and like we have a morning routine and they have a school routine and they have a lunch routine and they have an after school routine and they have homework. It's way too much for them to all at one time. So sometimes we're just introducing too much and it's not that they don't want to do what we're asking them to do. It's just that we're asking too much of them at one time. If you would like your very own copy of Questions to Help You Help Your Kid with Organizing, go to questions.simplesolutionsorganizing.com and I will email a copy of that to you right away. 
I really like using the Facebook group as a way for me to find out what struggles you are having in your home when it comes to organizing your family. And whether it's questions to talk to your kids, like the previous clip that I played, or if it's just talking about stuff. And specifically, there were some questions about dealing with stuff that you inherit or stuff that you know is going to be coming your way from family. And so I did an episode all about how to define an heirloom, talk to your family about the stuff that you want or don't want, and then what stuff is really worth. So here is a bit from my episode on heirlooms and apple cider old fashions. And the thing is, there really is a difference between what is truly an heirloom, what is something that sort of defines a relationship between you and someone in your family, and what is just you know, stuff like butter tubs or Cool Whip container. One thing that I talk about in all areas of organization is having more stuff doesn't mean more. What it actually does is it starts to devalue the truly important items that you have. So if you get two garages full of stuff from your parents, it doesn't mean that they've given you more. It's just that those truly important items that represent your relationship have been lost in the shuffle of all of this stuff that isn't really important or isn't really relationship defining. And of course, for more information on defining heirlooms, talking to your family about them and how much they really might be worth, be sure to check out the episode on heirlooms and old fashions, which you can find in the show notes. Next, I had a friend who came to me with some questions about organizing her eight-year-old daughter's room. In this clip, we chat about a system that she has in place that she actually likes, but it's just not working quite right. So she wanted to know how we could tweak it to make it work better for her family. So when you're going through this temporary, like how often do you think you're going through it? Or are you just waiting until it gets full? I just wait until it gets full. Okay. So this is probably a good point. Like we need to be doing this more often. I would say maybe even like on a bi-weekly or at least a monthly basis. A lot of times it's not necessarily that they don't want to go through it. It's Mm -hmm. just that the reason they've forgotten about it is because they haven't seen it very soon. So they may be more willing to think of it as a temporary toy versus being a new toy Mm -hmm. because they haven't seen it for a while yeah they they've seen it more recently so it's like oh yeah we put that in the bin a week ago or two weeks ago so now I'm more willing to part with it versus like oh false teeth from the dentist I totally want to play with this and for more tips on organizing kids rooms be sure to check out the episode organizing kids room and palomas Next, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I am a huge fan of freezer cooking for my family. And that's part of the reason why I was super duper stoked when Trisha Callahan of Once a Month Meals agreed to come on and chat with me about the benefits of freezer cooking for your family. Me, freezer cooking has meant different things at different points in my life. Uh, When I have babies, it has meant that I get to spend time with them and uh, bond with them. And whether I'm working and I've just come home or I'm staying at home with them, it means that I have more time with them because I'm not preparing a meal every night. I'm just doing it a few hours one day. Um, If you do freezer cooking, you typically are going to put in time up front. So you're going to put in a couple hours to eight or 12 hours, depending on how um, extensive your menu is and how labor heavy intense your recipes are. Um, but you save at least 30 hours on the other side. 
You can hear the full episode with Trisha and even pick up a free five recipe mini freezer menu from Once a Month Meals if you check out the episode Freezer Cooking and Cranberry Lemon Martinis in the show notes. Finally, with New Year's upon us and many of us planning for what we can and will do in 2019, I wanted to invite you to check out my episode on finishing a project. Here is a clip where my friend Katie and I discuss using small victories to keep us motivated. Think about how good it's going to feel. Mm -hmm. Like imagine it, you know, journal about it. Find that because that's going to be the thing that's going to help motivate you to actually put it on your calendar or break it down into those steps or, or, you know, figure out how you're going to get it all done because that that overwhelming feeling of joy that you get to cross the whole thing yeah, off just your being list. proud, you know? Yeah. Like, this is a space that I'm proud of. We don't stop and take the time to really relish in those victories mm-hmm. enough. Like, we don't take the time to say, I'm so excited that I got this done. We yeah. just move on to, to the, the next, next thing. thing. <laughs> Start the next thing. Be sure to check out the full episode of Finishing a Project and Pumpkin Spice White Russians or any of the clips from today's episode when you visit the show notes at podcast.simplesolutionsorganizing.com. Thank you again for listening to today's episode and any of the episodes of Cocktails and Containers in 2018. I look forward to sharing even more great tips for simplifying and organizing your home so you can do more of what you love with who you you love in 2019. And of course, I'll have even more delicious cocktail recipes for you. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes like that series on goal setting that I have. Or starting in February, I will be talking to moms just like you about the struggles that they are having with organizing their families and their homes. But until next week, happy 2019. Take care and happy organizing.